this is Mark Levine with another episode of On the Mark. I've been looking through so many different toys lately. I decided to try to find the ones that everyone's playing with either now or in the past. So today we're going to talk about Transformers, Tonka Trucks, and finally, the Pet Rock. And I'd like to keep my stories really kind of short because I don't want to belabor all this information and have you sleeping while you're driving your car. So let's talk about Transformers. In 1984, the Japanese toy maker Takara Tony, or excuse me, Tomi, introduced Transformers. The Transformers were primarily made to engage in fighting between the heroic Autobots and the villainous Decepticons. Now, these combatants were at war with each other, and they could transform from vehicles to animals and in, 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 even into weapons. In 1993, Hasbro partnered with Takara and developed Generation One. Now, these are Transformer characters which appeared from 1984 to 1993. Over the years, the melding of both companies allowed for amazing development of the Transformers. The franchise of the time included movies, comic books, and films, and eventually video games. This generated over $25 billion in revenue as of 2011. The characters were named by staff writers at Marvel Comics. Editor-in-Chief Jim Shooter wrote the overall story. Optimus Prime became the moniker for the main Transformer character. Children as well as adults became fascinated with Transformers, including yours truly. Like the Barbie franchise, Transformers took a life of their own. It amazes me how a toy made for children had turned into one of the most popular themes for toys, comics, movies, and even a TV show. Transformers are still very popular 40 years after their inception. They're an amazing toy, and uh, I think there's going to be a really great future for them down the road. The Tonka truck. This is kind of, this is very interesting, actually. I can't tell you how many times I would pretend to move dirt piles with my Tonka trucks and bulldozers as a kid. I would spend hours outside imagining how to build and move stuff. Tonka began as an old, in an old schoolhouse in Mound, Minnesota. The Mound Metal Craft Company, a gardening tool company, made metal gardening tools, and this was in 1946. The former occupant of the schoolhouse had made toys including trucks. The Streeter Company approached Mound Metal, uh, metal Craft owners, Lynn Everett Baker, Avery F. Krauts, and Alvin F. Tesh, and decided this would be a good sideline to their gardening tool company, making trucks. <clears throat> After several modifications, they started manufacturing the toy trucks. This became their primary business and they needed to change the name of the business to recognize their new venture. Well, a University of Minnesota student, 
Donald P. Olson developed a sketch for the new logo and renamed the toy based on the Dakota Sioux name for truck, which was Tonka, T-A-N-K-A, which eventually became Tonka, T-O-N-K-A. The Mound Metalcraft Company changed their name to Tonka Toys Incorporated in 1955. In 1964, Tonka acquired the Mel Manufacturing Company in Chicago, and this allowed Tonka to produce barbecue grills along with the toy truck business. In 1987, Tonka was purchased by Kenner Parker, which included a United Kingdom toy company, Palatoy. Eventually, Tonka was finally sold to Hasbro, the third largest toy manufacturing company in the world. Tonka trucks are still very popular today. They can be found online and in most toys and other retailers across the United States. Let's talk about the pet rock. This fascinated me because it's like somebody took a rock, painted it, put it in a box, and made millions of dollars. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened. So let's talk about it. Who would have ever thought a rock would make someone very wealthy? Well, Gary Dahl did just that. It was in the 1970s, and Dahl had been out with some friends at a bar in California. The excuse me, the conversation came up how destructive pets would be or could be, and Dahl told his friends, I don't have to worry about that. I have a pet rock. Dahl had been working as a freelance advertising copywriter. Once he arrived home from his seeing his friends, on the beach, he started writing an owner's manual for Pet Rock. He included how to take care of it, teaching it how to play dead. Okay, it would have been much longer lifespan than a pet, obviously. He even made a box for his Pet Rock, similar to a Happy Meal box with holes in it, so the rock could breathe. Just think of no vet bills. Dahl had initially made the pet rock a gag gift. However, two gentlemen took it very seriously, and they invested $10,000 for the marketing and manufacturing of the pet rock. Well, evidently, this paid off. In no time, the pet rock was a hit. Remember, the pet rock was round and painted in different colors. It, has, it even had a certificate of authenticity. Dahl went on to come up with other ideas, such as a sand breeding kit. It had instructions on how to grow sand. That didn't go very well. And then he had canned earthquake, which is a wind-up can, which shook on top of a tabletop. Neither one of these projects paid off. I think he actually lost some money there. Eventually, Dahl purchased a bar in Los Gatos, California. He renovated, he renovated the bar and named it Carry Nation Saloon. He also went back to advertising and unfortunately passed away in 2015. Pet Rocks are still available online, but uh, of course he no longer owns the company. So we kept it short this time, and uh, I'll be back the next week or so with a whole new uh, episode of On the Mark with new toys. So... If you have an interest in learning more about different toys 
and you'd like to know something about the toys you had as a child or even have today, please contact me at on the mark 51, I'm sorry, on the mark 93 at gmail.com. Again, on the mark 93 at gmail.com. I look forward to your comments. I look forward to letting me know what you'd like to hear on Mark Levine's podcast, On the Mark. I want to thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you have a great winter, what's left of it. Stay warm and dry. It's been pretty cold and uh, snowy. So take care of yourself. Take care of your family and your friends. Again, this is Mark Levine saying thank you for listening to Mark Levine's podcast, On the Mark.